Hey, good morning. Andy is taking some time off, and our friend Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist with Lindus Construction, is with us as promised this hour. Luke, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing quite well, thank you very much. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking that we've had some not only good state fair weather, but great weather for people to work on their decks, right? Gorgeous out there. Perfect. The humidity's been low. Great yeah. time for uh, staining and working on your deck because uh, they've been able to dry out. If you have any kind of a decking question, any, really any kind of a home improvement question, because uh, how can I put it? Uh, Luke does is more than just decks. I mean, you've built your own home. I mean, you've been in the business for years, and uh, but I know you are a deck specialist. So uh, if we can zero in a little bit on that, I'm sure our listeners would appreciate that. So call us or text to Luke. Uh, phone number and the text number are the same, 651-989-9226, and we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get underway. Uh, during the fair, speaking of the fair, Andy uh, Lindis was uh, talking about, they're looking at, you guys are looking at a different, uh, different types of decking material than maybe what, uh, what Andy has used and you guys have used in the past. I'm not sure. I don't think he named any particular brand or anything. But uh, what, what kind of material are we thinking about here? Well, probably our our most common one is still the Azac material that we use. It's completely PVC. Uh, that's probably our favorite. I like the I like the synthetic decking that doesn't have any sawdust or organic material in it for for synthetic decking. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. He he wasn't specific, but he. Now, I know we've talked about Zuri in the past mm-hmm. as well. I think he has that at his... Uh, have you used a lot of that material? Yeah, we have. Uh, that's been a, a certainly a, a portion of our of our business. Um, and that's a newer product that's been out for a while. We've, uh, we've had uh, some good luck with that. We've also had some that hasn't uh, worked well. So we're, we're still looking at that. Um, the AZEC has probably been the most tried and true over the time. Uh, that we've been installing decks, so that's probably our most reliable deck board that we offer. And, uh, in fact, I was talking to a friend of mine here the other day about uh, uh, staining. In particular, in this case, mm-hmm. we were talking about siding, but it was oh, really? cedar siding. Uh, have you ever been involved in projects like that? You mean, like... I said, for your home. I mean, home staining thing. it, putting a finish yeah, coat on yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, th- th- that's a, a good debate. Um, there's a lot of different theories on how to stain siding. In my college days, I, I ran, um, you know, a lot of painting crews um, to, to pay for college. And so I got educated. And there's a lot of cedar siding back in the day before, before you know, fiber cement and the LP smart side came out. Cedar was on most homes. It was really, really a popular product. In fact, all the new synthetic sidings are trying to mimic cedar siding. Are they? You know, and I think overwhelmingly now the most popular and and, and best uh, stains are acrylic solid color stains. Um, I know that Sherman Williams makes a great one called Woodscapes. I've used that. Oh, I've used bit. that too. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. It and they make that in a semi-trans and a solid color, but the there used to be an old school thought that you had to use this the the oil-based solid. And it, 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 it to me it just doesn't hold up as well. It's not as flexible as as the acrylics. They don't breed as well mm-hmm. as the acrylics. That's it's, kind of a switcheroo then over the years. It is, you know. But cedar, just like on deck floors, it's the same thing on a wall. Is that it's such a sponge. It it expands and contracts. It's a porous wood. So 
the wood has got to be, you know, whatever coating you put on there has got to be able to tolerate that expansion and contraction. So I think that's the biggest thing to think about. 651-989-9226, or if you want to ask your deck question to Luke via text, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, let's see. Well, you, you get this question a lot, I know. Paint or stain for a deck? Well, never paint, ever paint. <laughs> and that is never, why? Never, never, Well, it, it always, always peels. It always peels soon. Um, it just doesn't adhere to wood on a floor. Uh, on a on a horizontal wall, it can work great, but on a horizontal surface that you walk on, where moisture just sits, where it's submerged, it can't. Uh, it just doesn't hold up. It'll it'll peel off very quickly. Very, a lot of people get frustrated when this is the most common thing I see. I go to a home where the the homeowner bought a house. The deck looked great, and what happened was the homeowner that was going to sell the house grabbed a gallon of paint from the basement. And, and painted the railing and made it look all fancy for the to list it to sell it and then the people lived in the house for six months and it all starts coming off and boy what a job to get all that old paint off you got to just strip and stain and the yeah. sand right I mean, a nightmare you, yeah I, I bet it is uh let's go to the phones there's a line open at six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. mike is calling in from shoreview uh, mike uh, you're on with luke hi luke how you doing good how are you Good, good, good. Say, I, I, my son and I, my son got a new house, and we've been building the deck, and all the everything's in. Now we're at the point where we want to use get some composite decking. Okay. And I've been out, and I've looked at TimberTech, and I've looked at tracks and all this stuff. Do you just have any recommendations? What's good, what's not? I mean, I know the prices vary. Frankly, right now, I know it's tough to even get the decking, but I'm just looking for any insights you might have. I do want to do hidden fasteners on it, so I'm just looking for any tips. Yeah, well, um, as I was saying earlier, probably my favorite uh, synthetic deck is uh, any you know one that's cellular PVC that is a product that doesn't contain uh, ground up sawdust or uh, any organic material. Um, even the ones that are capped with polyethylene or coated to me just aren't as durable, and they're more prone to swelling and expansion and contraction than the pure PVC. So. Azek is a real popular brand name that you can find. Um, most of your stores can get it for you that are around. Uh, you can get it grooved um, so that you can install it with clips, so that you can install it with your hidden fasteners. There's, I'm sure, plenty of uh, videos out there to watch and tri- tricks to the trade on how to install it. Um, but you, the other thing I would recommend, I don't know if you if you already framed the deck, Mike? It's all done. Yes, it's, it's all, all done. done. It's all framed. Okay. Um, so do, what spacing did you put the joist set? One foot. Oh, excellent. You're, you're ahead yeah. of your game. That's, that's awesome. So, uh, th- that's a brilliant idea. So that, so you're going to, when you put that, that decking on, it's going to be nice and solid. Um, and I, the, my one tip for you would be start with your decking out at the outermost, uh, part of the deck and then work towards the house. Uh, so that you have whatever ripper piece you have is that is, is against the house, and uh, I we like to put a picture frame around our deck so that we don't have any end cuts. So we always buy a couple of boards that have a solid edge and that don't have grooves. So we run that around mm-hmm. the perimeter and then run our groove boards in between there, so we don't see uh, so we don't see any screws in the field. So that would be my That's tips great. for you, Mike. Thank you very much. Appreciate right. it. Good, deal. Good luck. Yeah, Mike sounds like he yeah. kind of knows what he's doing. 
Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah. I love that he put his joist at 12 inch centers. That's uh, that's awesome. He must have been listening earlier. I, I think so. Look, hang on. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to talk uh, your decks, decking, cleaning, staining, building, whatever. Uh, and again, we can talk about whatever home improvement project you might have in mind. 651 989 9226. That is the same number if you want to send a text to Luke. 651 989 9226. And good morning. Welcome to our home improvement show. Danny Long here. Luke Panic is the deck and port specialist with Linda's Construction. Andy's taking the day off today. And if you have, again, any kind of a decking uh, question, uh, you want to talk to this guy, uh, either send it in uh, via text or, as I said, call uh, the same number, 651-989-9226. All right, uh, let's go back to the phones, Luke. Marion is calling from Faribault, I believe, with a, a question for you. Marion, thanks for waiting. What's your question, please? Well, I have a deck. Um, it's about 18 years old, and it's made of extruder wood. Um, I've been very happy with it all these years, but now it stains easily, and I'm wondering, is there something I can safely use to clean it other than my power washer, and is there something I can put on to protect it? Say again, the, familiar what, with extruder what, wood? Ex- extruder wood? I, extruder? I'm not... I'm not familiar with that name. Can you tell me more about it? Well, I believe it's all synthetic. There's no um, wood fiber in it. Um, it looked quite real when it was put down. Okay. Um, I know Can you spell it for me? E-X-T-R-A-D-U-W-O-O-D. Extruder wood. Okay. I'm not familiar with the brand. It sounds like it's, uh, you said it's completely PVC. There's no sawdust or, or any organic right. material that you know of in it. So what I, I can tell you. I don't manufactured anymore. Okay. Yeah, I, I certainly haven't heard of it. It's 18 years old. It, it probably isn't. There aren't many. Over the last 20 years, there's been a lot of, of companies that popped up and disappeared quickly. It, it, <laughs> it's an extreme amount of overhead to get these products started and there was a race to come out with products that would uh replace wood but here's I, I the deal believe it was manufactured in canada okay um I, I suspect that it's it's a pvc product and you can wash it with just about anything um i would recommend um using any sort of uh they have pre-mixed you know composite and or synthetic deck cleaners one and the same that would wash that deck just fine that you can buy and sometimes they require more agitation than others if you got to work it in with a broom um, or a brush of some sort but I, I they're usually pretty uh, hardy to the mild detergents like that that are already mixed in there in the right proportion so I would start with that and see if that uh, cleans it for you um, and I can check um, and, and, and see if I can learn more about this product and if there's any information online about it. I, um, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. okay. That, thanks, Marion. Appreciate that. Marion leaves that line open if you uh, want to call in your home improvement question, especially if it's a deck type of question. 651-989-9226. Same number applies for your text. And here is one. Uh, I have an old deck. I'm not sure what the stain is on or even after power washing and using the chemical clean cleaner. I cannot get all the old stain uh, off. And 
what what can I use and can I be sure of some kind of adhesion to the old stuff? That's it's kind of jum, uh, jumbled around here, but I I, I would th- I'm trying to picture this deck and I'm thinking one thing comes to mind: sanding. Yep. Yep. That's the only thing sure. that comes to mind. That's the only thing that comes to mind, and, and that's going to be the only way to get a good even appearance with that. The when you have an uneven stripping process, and that's often what happens, as you know, you've you've been yeah. down that road. Oh yeah. That the sanding is what ultimately works the best, and a lot of times saves saves you time and money. To be honest, the, the the evenness that you can get from a sander or a big sander is is much better. So that's what I would recommend. Another texture adds this too, not to that one, but the, it's a cedar deck in this case. Uh, uh, does your company, meaning Lindis, do deck repairs? In this case, it's cedar. Does Lindis uh, do deck repair? We typically are replacing a deck. Yeah. Um, there are rare occasions where we will we will um, replace the surface of a deck, but typically we are replacing the entire deck. There are exceptions to that, but mostly we're replacing it. And you've uh, told us in the past many times that uh, the, by huge numbers, like 80, 90% of the folks, they want a low-maintenance deck, not a wood deck. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it, is it as easy to work with, uh, you know, these new deck products versus uh, something like cedar? From a building standpoint, no, they're much more difficult to work with. Um, they're difficult to cut. They're a lot heavier to carry. Um, they're, how should I say it? They're more flimsy. Like when you grab a board, they're more like grabbing a piece of spaghetti. Huh. You know, they're heavy and they're they're kind of floppy, uh, which is why, you know, part of the reason we want the joists closer together. They're not so rigid as, you know, real wood is. Um, so they are, there's a, there's a significant learning curve to working with um, the synthetic products. And the biggest thing with it is that knowing how to fasten them correctly. The fastening process is much different than just, you know, drilling a hole and putting a screw through it like you do with most wood. So it is a difficult, uh, and, and people really have to do their homework uh, because most of the times when we see uh, railings and decking systems fail, it's because of the way that they were installed. It isn't the fault of the product most oh. of the time. Like with most things in construction, that's true. But for sure with uh, synthetic decking and railing, it's a lot of times it's the way it was installed. You know, we used to hear from you and, and other folks, Andy, uh, about some of these, quote, exotic woods. Yeah. Uh, it, it, explain what those are or were, and uh, they're not used as much anymore, evidently. The I I get a, a request for or somebody ask about it maybe once or twice a year, um, and they're South American hardwoods um, that get imported. They're really durable, solid woods. They're ve- they're rare and hard to come by, and they take a long time to grow. So and know, expensive, I presume. They very expensive, and extremely hard. Um, I'm told often use the term seven times harder than oak and wow. oak is pretty hard um and the, the a common term is is called ipe it's spelled i-p-e um it has a real dark kind of teak look teak is another type of wood that's like that um and it's heavy it's very heavy very dense um ironwood is a brand name of it tiger wood is a brand name of it um, and they're beautiful beautiful woods and they are they last you know 
they they tell me there's park benches in New York City made out of this stuff that are a hundred years old. That really, it's, it's a really really <laughs> impressive wood. It doesn't rot. It's uh, like Alaskan cypress. It just it really is resistant to decay. Amazing. Um, and you can certainly build decks out of it. I've built many um, out of it. It's a really difficult product to use because the fasteners have to be uh, mortised and piloted properly because if uh, the, the, the screws don't want to go through the wood if it's if it's not doesn't have the exact right size pilot hole uh, we've, in some cases you have to dip each screw in wax so that it's you know, so that it could go in the hole properly so it, it's a difficult labor intensive yeah. oh but it's a it is a beautiful process uh, you know that's exceptional wood and, and it certainly can be done but the, the right people have to work with it or, or it, it can be a, a disaster also wow. and it's very expensive stuff yeah. um but you know worth the time i mean once you're done it it'll last it'll forever in many cases longer more, than longer the than the house it's attached yeah. to so <laughs> i believe it it's uh it's a neat product all right luke hang on we have another half hour of the show to go luke panic our deck and port specialist from linda's construction is helping us out uh, this morning call in i see a line is open Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or you can send uh, us a text. Same number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. And good morning, welcome back to the Linda's Construction Hour of Home Improvement Chat. Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist from Linda's Construction, is helping you out uh, this morning. So if you have a specific, specifically any kind of a deck question or porch or any kind of a home improvement question, we're talking mostly about uh, decks and decking uh, this morning. So it's your chance to get some advice. 651-989-9226. That's the number for both the phone call and the uh, text messages. Same number applies. Speaking of phones, uh, Luke, let's get back to it. Let's see. Uh, Tom is calling from Maple Grove this morning. Uh, Tom, you're on with Luke. Yeah, good morning. Um, So we built a deck at our lake place and used, uh, for the decking, we used Brazilian tiger wood is a really sure. dense wood. I mean, yep. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yep. We um, we stained it with Australian timber oil, and we can't get it to stay on the weather areas, you know, the areas that are exposed to the weather. Um, any tips on that? Australian timber oil, I have heard of it. I no, have I'm not. sorry. I'm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Cabot's Australian timber oil. Okay, yes, I do have some advice for you. Um when I've used this type of wood before, I've always used penafin. Penafin makes an exotic hardwood uh, oil for this made out of rosewood oil that works on this type of wood. That it, It's so dense that it, 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 it takes a real special product. And I've heard people using the cabinets before and not having great luck with it. So I would recommend trying the penafin, um, and they specifically make... A version of their product for the exotic hardwood. Oh, they do. So, yeah, they do. Uh, almost like, and they make them for like. You ever seen those antique boats that are? Oh made yes. Out of, yeah, they it's for that. Um, so I, it's probably not stocked or inventoried at the stores that that regularly carry um penafin but i know where where was that ace that you said denny that in uh, you got some chanhassen's yeah. ace a hardware i know carries penafin and i'm sure that they can get you that but it's specifically for epay and tiger wood that that, that that you're talking about tom um that's been the best it's still you know over time it's going to turn gray the the sun exposure will break it down like any other wood but that'll actually absorb it pretty well 
um, so that it doesn't flake off uh, as easily as some of these other products. So I would give that a try. I know I'm not going to be using that kind of wood at home, but can you use, uh, does a brightener conditioner work on that as it uh, to open up the pores uh, like it does to cedar or, or Norway? I'm sure not like cedar, uh, right. but I'm sure that it certainly will get rid of whatever surface decay that is, is, is gray. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll get rid of that grayness. I don't know how much it opens the pores, but it, it will cert- it'll get rid of that, that decayed color that's on the surface, yes. All right. Thank you, Tom. Hope that helped. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Al, who's calling from St. Louis Park this morning. Al, uh, you're on CCO. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Enjoying the program. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Uh, I have 35-year-old, uh, essentially, pressure-treated wood, green pressure-treated wood, in great shape. I understand that they have changed the formulas over the years, and uh, I've heard that that's why ours is most likely holding up so well. <laughs> um, I'm trying to avoid using... Um, a stain. I've gone through the sanding and stripping process, and I don't care for it, as I'm sure many of your listeners don't care for it. And I've read about uh, kind of what you're touching on with your other caller just before me, of a, a, a deep oil that you can put on to your wood, and then instead of having a uh, sand and strip, you can just come through and do a maintenance coat after you clean it, obviously. But you yep. can just do a maintenance coat uh, the, the next year and just keep, you know, putting on a new coat and then it's not going to build up and chip like a stain would, your acrylic stains and whatnot. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah. Uh, and, and this is, and Denny can speak yeah. to this too. Um, the penafin is a real penetrating, um, oil. Uh, it's a rosewood oil base instead of a linseed oil. So it penetrates much deeper than typical, uh, products. And it will absorb in there. And so when you need to redo the deck, all you need to do is clean it. It won't sit on the surface and flake off or rub off. It's a real penetrating product. Your, your, old, your 35-year-old treated lumber, it's a good thing you brought that up, is treated with, it's called CCA treated lumber, and it was treated with copper, chromium, and arsenic. So it's not something you want to chew on, but it's, it's really durable and it holds up uh, for a long time. Newer stuff is is good, but it doesn't last like that stuff did back in the day. So, uh, but if you if you keep if you can put a, a coat of the penafin on it, I think you'll really like how it looks after two years. And if you just give it a wash, you can put another coat on; it'll look brand new again. Yeah, you don't have to uh, sand it or strip it. Uh, no, it's just yeah. You do in the initial uh, application and further ones. You do yep. go through a lot of rags. You got to keep it. You need to have a blank slate when you start with the penafin, so it can it can do what it yes. needs to do. Yep. And then, as you know, the biggest thing that I hear with, from people is that, or the biggest mistake that they make is that they don't wipe off they don't wipe off the excess stuff, and then it gets gummy. Yep. Uh, it, it'll only take so much, and, and you let it sit there for you know five or ten minutes, and then you got to wipe off the excess like you're staining interior millwork almost, and make sure that you don't leave any puddling any. Uh, any extra stuff on the surface, and then it'll you'll be uh, real happy with it. I made it a point this time to actually read the directions. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that Men don't help. like to do that, do they? <laughs> and that, that did help. But it's good stuff. <laughs> it really is good stuff. Good. All right, thanks, Al. Good luck with that project. 651-989-9226. Let's uh, check out more text messages, Luke. Uh, here's one that says, Our deck was previously stained but now has a, quote, blotchy appearance. What needs to be done before restaining and giving it a uniform look? Doesn't say what what material it's made out of, though. 
temperature. Well, you could start with the with the conditioner and the brightener like we've been talking about and see how it looks after that. If it's still blotchy and, and uneven, then it's time to sand. Yeah, this here's another text that, did, that, again, we've kind of addressed it already and certainly in previous shows. We have a deck that when we use stain-like paint, it just peels right off. We've yep. used expensive stuff, but what's a good product to use and why does it do this? Well, we've talked about that. You're going yeah, to have to sand it and, and uh, get a penetrating stain, not a paint. Yeah, paints just don't last. They they don't uh, they don't hold up. I think this comes back from back in the days of the old po- covered porches. People put hard enamel oh, yeah, on front true. porches, and 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 maybe that's where this porch, all started. Porch paint. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I think they still sell it. Yeah, uh, en- enamels. Uh, yeah. But they just it's just a matter of time. No, nobody. I, I, I'm yet I'm yet to hearing the caller with the success story. Where they painted their deck, we just don't have yeah. those, do we? Not, not around here. No, nope. Again, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Same number for phone calls and text messages. By the way, there is a line open if you uh, want to use it. All right, let's see. Let's go back. We got a bunch of text messages. Uh, does pine need to be treated with a wood conditioner before staining with a transparent type of stain? They want to be able to get an even stain, not blotchy. Can you is is pine if you get you know really high quality pine for decking uh, is that stain because I know some pine it just is so uneven. Yeah, and and I think we need to know more. But if if it's dry, if the, if the moisture of that pine is you know less than ten percent, eight percent, and and a and the easy way to do that is to run down to a or click on Amazon and buy a wood moisture meter. Um, you can stick it in there and make sure that the moisture is at a reasonable level. You can, if it looks even, go ahead. If you want to put a conditioner brightener on it to even out the appearance and then check the moisture again and then to even it out before you do it, go ahead. If it's brand new treated pine, it's probably going to, when it comes out from the lumber yard, it's, it has roughly 60 to 70% moisture in it. So you have to wait quite a while before you can actually treat it. So there's a lot of questions you got to be answered before we can decide if we're going to put a put a stain on it when it's pine. Cedar is never treated, so cedar is automatically going to have a drier content to it. Um, you can buy kiln-dried treated pine um, that has much, where they've removed a lot of the moisture before it comes to your home. So that's a different story. If you can find that, that's a good product to use if it, if, with, uh, with, if you have a pine deck. So... Uh, all of those questions need to be answered, um, but to even out the appearance of wood that's already on a deck that's pine, that's good pine, a brightener conditioner is going to do that for you. All right. Let's go back to the phones before we take a quick break. Dan is calling from New Brighton, I believe, with a question. Dan, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a question uh, concerning restaining a uh, house that is completely cedar siding. It has been um, stained in the past history with oil-based translucent stains. And now, this period of time, I have sprayed it to remove uh, and scrubbed it to remove surface soil and light uh, moss and mildew. Sure. And let it dry. And now I've been... uh, testing with different stains of a translucent variety and 
on an old board with old stain that has been cleaned also. And it seems to all the manufacturers come up with a shiny uh, drying finish to the one that's applied. Okay. And I'm wondering, is that something of today's formulas with this so-called VOC, I believe they call it, that protects uh, and seals on the finish of siding? What do you th- What do you think? Luke. Well, the the it is the sheen, the level of sheen that's on your finish that you put on that siding lends to its ability to shed moisture and reflect light and sunlight. So if it has a little bit of sheen, a little bit of gloss, it's going to hold up better than a, than a flat, flat finish. So when you paint, even, you know, even with solid color paints, a satin I'm going to call it satin, not a semi-gloss, but a satin finish is recommended. The di- like the, when we put LP Smart Side on homes, it has a it has a bit of a sheen to it, and it helps it hold up and shed shed moisture. So I think that Dan, the reason that they do that is that it's going to last longer. Your old traditional semi-trans uh, penetrating stains um, needed to be recoated more often because of that. So I think that that's probably why I'm not a chemist or you know an expert at the paint store, but uh, I think that's what they're going to tell you. That's what certainly I was taught back in the painting days. Okay, all right. Hang on, Luke. We have to take a quick break. Uh, thanks for the call, Dan. There's a line open. We have callers uh, waiting, so stay there. The callers online. We'll be back in just uh, seconds. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. Brought to us every week by our friends at Linda's Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks? One eight hundred Leafguard is the easiest number to remember. Uh, the Lindis Construction Deck and Port Specialist, Luke Panic, is back with us, helping you out today, getting a lot of calls and text messages, which is, I suppose, to you, not unusual. People love their decks around these parts. They do. We value our outdoor time, I think, more than a lot of places in the country. Um, it's just, especially this time of the year, from now until Halloween, it's just you know, it's I got a sweat a hooded sweatshirt on today, and I couldn't be happier about it. You know, it's just the right mix of colors starting to show up, and yeah. when we want to be outside, this is it. Uh, let's. I'm going to get to the text messages in just a moment, but David is calling from Prescott, I believe, with a question. Go ahead, David. We're listening. Okay, I have a 30 year old home, and uh, then I bought about 13 years ago, and got a cedar deck on it, and Throughout the years, I've been having to replace boards periodically. Um, and before I put the new board down, I'll, I'll pre-stain it and to hopefully that it, it'll stand up longer to the elements. But now I'm getting to the point where I'm having to replace boards way more frequently um, from the, just the existing um, rot on the ends of the ends of the current boards. And I'm wondering, is it more is my time better suited by just going to like a pressure treated surface um, versus replacing the cedar board? Well, David, your your problem is a common one, and and cedar boards want to rot from the ends because um, they wick moisture and they don't dry out. They hold that moisture and then they decay. The fungus grows and and it decays because it's real porous. And a lot of times it's where the joints are, where two deck boards come together. 
uh, organic material gets in between there and it just doesn't dry out. So that is absolutely why people use treated woods is because they hold up to that um, that that organic material and that moisture doesn't cause them to rot near as, as, as quick. So cedar, albeit people b- believe it to be rot resistant, it really isn't. And we see a lot of decks fail in under 10 years that are, that are made out of cedar that rot because of that reason. So mm. I would recommend switching to uh, treated, treated boards. They're not going to match. Um, over time, they'll weather and the surface will look similar. But um, putting a brand new cedar board next to one that's 20 years old doesn't match either. So um, if you want to slow your replacement time uh, and and your uh, how often you're doing it, then, yeah, I absolutely use treated wood. Yep. All right, let's uh, talk to Beverly calling from Eden Prairie about the cleaning at that. Go ahead, Beverly. Hi, thank you for taking my call, and apologize if I didn't catch this earlier. Um, I installed a Trex decking, really nice um, composite, about two years ago, and I wanted to know what is the low, uh, easiest maintenance on that. Um, if the deck is in my backyard. There's a lot of trees. Um, and it's shady, so it gets a lot more buildup, more, uh, not necessarily mold, but just from the various trees, really dirty. So it involves a little bit heavier scrubbing. Wondering if there's any product um, that you would recommend, either homemade type of product at home or store, where it would really um, lift up that dirt a little easier and not be so time-consuming to, to scrub, scrub it yeah. off and get it cleaned what, off. What do you think, Luke? Well, uh, honestly, with the with the with the newer t- tracks, is that one the cap? Is that a capped composite? Does it have kind of a smooth finish on it, Bev? Um, it, it, not totally smooth. It has a little bit of green in it. It's yep. uh, kind of the higher end, but not you know the very high end. Do you remember the name of it? Select, maybe. I'm sorry. It might have been called Select. Select. Okay. So a lot of times, and most of the treks now have a have a polyethylene or a coating on them that helps so that wood flower isn't so exposed. So they hold up to a lot of different cleaning um, cleaning agents. And I don't know, you could check um, Trex's care and maintenance uh, on their website. I'm sure they have a tab as do's and don'ts as far as what you can use. So I'm sure that there are, are home brews you can make with, you know, I'm sure bleaches and dish soaps and things like that that you could use to help uh, lift um, lift soil and, and dirt and debris, you're, you're right on track that you need to c- clean this stuff continually uh, a couple times a year for sure. I like to use a pressure washer. I think that's the fastest and easiest if you have access to one. Even a small one uh, will make the job pretty easy. If you, if you, you want to use a cleaner like that, they make them that are pre-mixed too that you can buy. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing Trex even has a brand that uh, their own brand of cleaning solution that you can use. But uh, do it regularly. The more often you do it uh, and, and, and don't allow it to build up, the easier it'll be. All right. Thanks, Beverly. Uh, we have time for maybe one more call. Dan is calling from Cannon Falls. Dan, you're on CCO. Yes, we have uh, about a 20-year-old uh, southern uh, treated pine deck. And when they built it, they put the uh, boards uh, probably a little bit too close together, and uh, they kind of fill up with dirt and sand, and you can kind of pressure wash it off. But I was wondering, is what would be the best way to uh, cut the groove wider so that there 
more even in space. It's probably more than what one skill soft blade would do. We've got about a minute to go, uh, Luke. What do you think? Well, this isn't the first time somebody's asked about this, and I picture somebody getting hurt running a skill saw yeah. down between these things. So I think the best way, honestly, to do this would be to remove the boards, run them through a table saw, put them back down. I think that would be the safest and best way to do it, or to just remove them and try to space them out a little bit to make use of them because you should be able to use the same holes in the deck boards. You're just putting new holes in the joists because you're moving them out. Uh, but it's a real common problem, and maybe the deck swelled. Um, usually treated wood shrinks a lot so that the gap grows. So this is un- unusual, but uh, I don't. I just I don't like the idea of running a skill saw down the center of them. I think it would probably look. It'd be real difficult to cut that straight yeah. and be very dangerous. So be careful. I should say, Luke. Thanks. Always a pleasure, and thanks for all the help. Sorry we couldn't get. We had a ton of text messages that we didn't have the chance. Uh, you got to come back again and, and answer some more if you would. I'd be glad to. All right. Thanks very much. Luke Panic. Now, if you want to get in touch with the Linda's Construction, maybe you want a, a new deck at your house, uh, 1-800-LEAF. They'll come out and give you an estimate for free. 1-800-LEAF-GUARD is the easiest number to remember.